0: We're going to transition from food now to I work team up with Let's Beat Breast, with, with the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. And we launched this a few years ago, the Let's Beat Breast Cancer is the website uh, campaign. So I work with Neil Barnard and on his president's council. And we've worked very closely together over the years to come up with this really fun, informative program that we launch every October, but it's actually like secretly Turning away in the background. So you could go join it now, but it's really pushed in October. And what it is is that we encourage women and men to follow a four-pronged, get it? It's like a fork, four-pronged approach to beating breast cancer. And that would be to eat a whole food plant-based diet, exercise regularly, limit alcohol, and maintain an ideal body weight. Pledge today and get your free e-cookbook and follow us in October. You've got to join. It's super fun. It's totally free. You get um, a four. Newsletters with all these actionable items that help you stay on track with these four things. And this year, we're doing something uber cool. We are creating live interactive events. We're doing an online cooking thing, uh, you know, vegan cooking demonstration. Basically, we're doing one each week. Week has one thing. I'm doing a bunch of my mocktail recipes, um, but the best of all is culminating in the final week when we're doing a virtual nationwide walk run with swag and all. And there's like a bunch of giveaways, there's digital coupons, it's all free. You should join. And there's also local chapters. So you could join in person. We'll see what the end of October is brewing in terms of COVID stuff. But um, I'll tell you more about that at the very end. I'm gonna hit the other three prongs of our fork super fast because I wanna get to some of your questions. All right. Who's chubby? If you're not sure if you're chubby, just go to pinklotus.com BMI and calculate your body mass index index. You might be one of the 2.1 billion people in the world, which is nearly 30% of the planet, or one of the 72.2% of American adults who is overweight or obese. But there is no question and no controversy that obese women have more breast cancer more breast cancer recurrence, and more breast cancer related death than non-obese women. So here's the website for the BMI calculation. 80% of breast cancers, you know this fact by now, are fueled by estrogen. High estrogen levels after menopause increase breast cancer risk. Fat, we talked about that enzyme aromatase, fat converts adrenal steroids to estrogen. So that leads me to the question, do obese women have increased estrogen levels that increase their risk of breast cancer? Well, let me tell you about a study comparing weight gain in life to the incidence of breast cancer. Think back to how much you weighed in high school. Got it? Get your weight now. Got it? Got the difference? Okay. If you have gained or lost eight pounds since high school, especially if you've lost it, I'm kind of jealous right now and I don't wanna to talk to you. No, I'm kidding. Um, but you are my null set. So you're basically the person against which we're comparing. So whenever a number goes above this, it's an elevation in risk. And if it goes below it, then that factor that you're looking at decreases the cancer risk relative to your null person. So that's you skinny people. If you have gained eight to 13.9 pounds since high school, you just increase breast cancer by 25% in you. 14 to 29 pound gain, 60% increase in breast cancer. And if you've gained 29 or more pounds, you basically doubled your risk of breast cancer. So yes, the weight elevates estrogen to the degree that it increases breast cancer risk. But cue the good news. You lose the weight, you lose the risk. Here's a perspective study with 33,000 plus women in over in the period of 15 years follow-up, almost 2000 women got breast cancer. And then they started to analyze who got it compared to weight gain loss or staying steady. Those who had a steady increase in weight over time, getting chunkier and chunkier become the reference group for our comparisons. So if you lost weight or just didn't gain weight, boom, you're a winner, but the earlier you lose it and the more you lose the better. So well, within reason, right? You can get actually too skinny. 64% reduction uh, in breast cancer for premenopausal weight loss, 52% reduction for postmenopausal weight loss, and a 34% reduction for weight maintenance. So simply not gaining. And again, not to freak you out, but to incentivize you, my friends who have already had breast cancer out there, gaining more than 5% of your initial Body weight during or after treatment, irrespective of your baseline body mass index, increases the risk of recurrence and reduces survival fivefold. Fivefold—that's <laughs> hard to say because uh, that's a high number. this 400% increase. So let's not gain weight. Fat. of breast cancer cases worldwide are due to the deadly combination of obesity and a sedentary lifestyle. So what's the deal with exercise? How does it help? It decreases estrogen levels, bad actor. It enhances fat metabolism, weight, weight issues. It lessens inflammatory markers and it strengthens your immune system. So how much exercise? Cause I don't exercise doc. Here's the bottom line. These are the goal the goals that you should work up to. If you can carry on a conversation and chit chat with your girlfriend while you saunter fast, power walk, then you need five hours a week. But if you're like oh, super sweaty and you know can't even basically talk, two and a half hours a week. But check this study out: seventeen thousand postmenopausal women who literally walked somewhere around eleven minutes a day dropped their breast cancer risk by eighteen percent. So you can just start with small goals and keep working up and up and start tricking yourself more like park farther away on purpose. If you work in a building and you have to go to the bathroom, why don't you walk the stairs and go to the bathroom two floors down from you? Things like that. And then I can't see myself. So I don't know where it is, but look, look at me. Can you see that? I bike, I bike to work every day, which isn't that impressive because it's all downhill, but then I have to go home and I do go uphill. My son has it by computer. And apparently this one stretch is 22% grade, Like it is beast of a hill. Okay. Women who exercise for three to four. Okay. So we're putting a little pep in our step. We're going a little longer than the uh, 11 minutes a day of briskly walking, which got us an impressive 18% drop. But if you really work out, Uh, for three to four hours per week at moderate to vigorous levels, you're gonna have a 30 to 40% lower incidence of breast cancer versus sedentary women. And if you go four plus 57% lower risk.